That's really good. Greeting you with the Holy Word's peace. Peace be multiplied. Oh, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. We sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God, praying only for the knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry it out. One of the things that my father taught me when we were growing up, he would always say, your word is your bond. I don't know if you, you that's old school. Your word is your bond. Whatever you say, you ought to do. Now we know, we know that we, we're shaky, but we know that one thing about it is, uh, in, in Matthews 24 and 35, the scripture says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. So we know that God stands behind his word. And whatever his word says, that's what it is. Do you understand what I'm saying? So heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. This is what God is saying. And so uh, uh, I love the proverb where it says in Proverbs 3 and, and 6, it says, in all thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Well, we just got through hearing that his word he stands by his word, so if I need direction, he's going to direct me. The only thing that I need to do is, it's like in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 17, is to go in prayer. Right. I need to stay in prayer. Prayer, God speaks to us. See, here's where most people get confused in prayer. If you are speaking more than you're listening, you're going to miss the message. Hmm. And so, so prayer goes both ways. Prayer means that I'm listening for God's plan for me. What most of us do is we pray for, we pray to God to help us go through with our plan. And that'll get you all confused. No, we want to be able to go through and do what God has planned for us. It's kind of like I say, uh, your, deg uh, your degree is what you pay for. Your calling is what you're made for. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so a lot of people pay for a degree, and they get a job that they're not made for, so they're very uncomfortable in that job. Does that make sense? <clears throat> but if you work where God has called you to work, then you are pleased him, and you are pleased yourself. Sometimes we get caught up in the dollar signs. It's the dollar signs won't make you happy. We see that with our stars and athletes, because they really act in a fool, our athletes are. And they got plenty of money, right? And so what we got to do is go back to when I, I've got to go back and take inventory of my life. When I take inventory of my life, I'm going to ask God, what, how am I living? Am I pleasing you? Now, let me tell you, too many people are man pleasers. All right. And we, we look for an audience. Right. If sometimes when you do what God has called you to do and his plan for you, you won't have an audience. Does that make sense? And so, and we do it in church. Sometimes in church, it becomes a performance, right? And, and we feel that we have to perform, and, so, and we look around and see where the applause is coming from. You understand? One thing about, that's why we don't have choir here, and we deal with praise, uh, praise and worship team, because I came out of the church where, if, if don't you get this hollering and, and doing too much, because these solos is going to sing up in another 10 minutes. You see, the whole church can be quiet, and you ain't got to hit a note. You need to holler, all right? And sometimes, they, the old days, they used to say, give them a little theology and, and then a little preaching and go for sister so-and-so on the second row because she's going to shout. 
right? And if ain't nobody shouted, you ain't preached. That's what they used to say years ago. Come on here. They used to say that years ago, and that's why. But no, we, don't, we ain't trying to do that, right? We come to church to grow, right? right? And Brother Trevor prayed a prayer, which is right. The Bible crushes you. It beats you up. And I love this. Uh, uh, we saw it. Uh, we saw it through prayer and meditation. Prayer and meditation is the key. You, we need to start meditating. You can take the Bible and open one scripture up and meditate there on that all week. That's right. That's right. I mean, you can, you can meditate on that thing all week long, and it will be able to help you get through some situations, circumstances that you never thought you could get through. Does that make sense? The problem is we... we See, there's a difference between reading and studying. That's right. There's reading, studying, then there's meditating. And so when, when I, I start out reading, and I, then I go to studying, and then I go back and meditate over what I just read. All right? So the meditating is going to last longer than the reading. See, now, not me. Some folks say they read, well, I read my Bible three or four hours a day. I, I'm not, I can't do that. Because <laughs> I've, I've read three minutes and got nervous. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so uh, I don't know how long it takes to read what we call the Ten Commandments. You could read the Ten Commandments in probably 30 seconds, and that's a mouthful, right? And so what we want to do is meditate on this. And so I want to talk about today is, like I said, is God's Word is powerful. And, and the, uh, some of you are living below God's means, some of you are living below God's means for you, all right, because you've got your own ideal of what you need, how you need to live, and God's got a bigger plan for you, but you're ignoring that because you have your own plan. Does that make any kind of sense, all right, because it's kind of like this. Sometimes parents make a huge mistake. They try to pick the career for their children, all right? And, 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 and you can mess up something trying to pick the career for somebody else because that's not what God has called that child to do. All right? And, and, and I don't want to hear and hear, my, my mama said I should be. No. What the parent needs to do through prayer, yes, and meditating and through God's word, pray and ask God to direct you how to raise that child and prepare that child for his calling do y'all get what I'm talking about? All right, so, so what we want to do today is we want to talk about uh, that meditating. You know, you got to humble yourself in prayer. You got to humble yourself. And sometimes uh, you just have to get down on your knees and just humble yourself. Uh, meditating. Meditation is to engage in mental exercise. M mental exercise. And for some of us, it is, it's, it's an exercise. Because for me, not only is it an exercise, but it's a struggle. It's a struggle for me. Right. All right, here we go. For the purpose of reaching a heightened level of spiritual awareness. So I want to reach a what? A spiritual height of what? Heightened level of, of spiritual of, awareness. I need to get up here. That's right. I need to get up here. Living, God didn't call me to live here. He called me to live up a little bit higher. You remember years ago, I, think, I can't think of the program, and they started with that song, Moving to the East Side. The Jeffersons, yeah. And they, they, they moved that. They've moved over to another side. Well, some of y'all need to move. Moving on you need to move on up. You see, move on up. Get out of your agenda and move on up a little higher. Because God wants you to live a little higher. That's right. That's Come right. on here. Amen to that. You see, ain't nothing wrong. You see, 
I, why would you, you know, I tell people I want to die empty, and they don't get that. What I mean is there's going to be nothing left for me to do. I've done it all for the Lord. Okay, so what we want to do is let's just go to the commentary all right, when you get through with that. So we, we want to engage in a, a mental exercise for the purpose of reaching a, a higher height than the flesh. That's right. That's right. All right, come on, y'all. So in the commentary, it says, we let go completely of all our cares, problems, work of everything. You got to let go of some stuff. You got, I mean, let me tell you something. Once you figure this out, you'll find out that some of your cares and some of your problems weren't really worth worried about anyway. Right? But you got to let go of that stuff. You, see, you can't get blessed doing this. Come on. Let it go. That's right. Anything God will take from you, he's going to give you a better thing in your life. That's just how life goes, right? Some, you know, there's some people now, stay up here, get up here spiritually with me, because we give life lessons here, right? You see, and some of you in here know, I'd hope, that you, what you held on to for so long that you thought was going to give you happiness, just rent your, rent your life. Mm. And then the real thing came along, and you're living good. Amen. Does that make sense? Because if God, if the Bible is not going to help you, and God's not going to help you in your personal life, then what do you go to church for? Well, That's why, not, not for me now, because, see, heaven will take care of itself. You know, you know, we sing those songs, those old songs, when I get to heaven, golden streets. And I, I need some gold here. Right. Ain't nothing I got to buy up there. Right. So I want all the blessings and all the riches that God has me, uh, uh, Sister Lisa, for right here. See, see there, there's too many people looking up, Sister Cozy up here, waiting when they get there. And God said, here's all your blessings. See, I want blessings in both lives. That's right. This one, and then the transition to the next life, right? So, I, 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 so what I do is I read scriptures that, that, that let me know that what I'm saying and what I'm thinking is true. Keep going, please. Again, we let go completely and let God take over entirely for a little while. And we let who take over? God. God take over entirely for a little while. I dare you to try this. Get out of yourself. And give yourself to God. Just say, Lord, I want you to take over my life. Come on. I dare you to try it. Come on. You see, and once he takes over your life, then see the difference between you running your life and him running your life. All right? It says we relax with God. We do what with God? Relax. We, we relax with God. And that's why some anxiety and stress has gone crazy in the United States of America. Everybody's got all this anxiety and this stress and all medicated up well, you, because you, you're trying to handle something you can't handle. You're trying to change something you can't change. And some of you are crazy enough to think you can change somebody. Mm. <laughs> you see? And that will bring you some anxiety well. and some stress well. and some mess. Right? Okay, here we go. You with me? We let God speak to us. We let go of all and listen. We let God speak to us. The reason some people can't hear God is too much screaming going on in their head. Let that mess go and listen to him. You see, I will never be insecure ever again about anyone. I wasn't too much anyway, but insecure about anything in my life. Why? Because who are you listening to? Who are you listening to? You see, if you listen to God, you ain't listening to that other noise them folks is making over there. You could care less about what other folks are saying or whatever place they're thinking because I'm listening to a higher power. Really? Okay. 
It says we see, let you go. all think I'm joking when I say, see, you see, I am bold in the Holy Ghost. That's right. I'm very bold in the Holy Ghost. Sister Kim, you're going to have to help me because, see, people think I'm arrogant and all this. They don't know it. Bold in the Holy Ghost. Ain't nobody got to tell me I look good. Come on. And if they say I ain't looking good, they're lying. You see what I'm saying? No, y'all laughing. You need to be like that. That's right. You need to be like that. Nobody can tell you you ain't going to be successful. Who do you give the right to tell? You can give them the right, but who's got the right to tell a child of God who they are and who they ain't? That makes no sense to me. Right? Quit listening to all that noise and listen to what God has called you to do. That's right. That's and right. you'll be successful. You're never going to be nothing. You've got a divorce. You're never going to find anybody to love you. I can't trust nobody. That's about to crazy. Isn't that crazy? No, the only reason you got in that bad situation was you was trusting yourself. You're in a new place now. You trust in God. And when you trust God, he'll put whom, what, what in your life that will give you what you need. That's right. That's right. All right. All right. Again, we let go also of all our problems one by one. What? Say that. One by one. One by one. You're gone. You're gone. It's gone. That's gone. What's gone? Out of here, right? There's no, there's no room for you. And, and sometimes you got to talk to yourself. You got to tell, get out of my head. You got to tell shame, get out of my head. Blame, get out of my head. You see, hate, get out of my heart. Do y'all understand what I'm talking about? You see, because we are new people. We are new creatures in Christ, according to the scripture. If you're a new creature in Christ, why does the old conversation still affect you? You need to ask yourself that. You see, there's one thing that somebody can, you hurt my feelings. Really? How can somebody hurt your feelings? Come on. That means you've been feeling in the wrong place. Come on. Because nobody ought to be able to hurt your feelings. If you know who you are, how can somebody hurt your feelings? Right. right? You laugh at that, right? You see, you can uh, be careful. I would say this. You are, li- you are a lying demon. Because I know whose child I am. I'm a child in the royal family of God. Come on. Huh? Isn't that right? You got to be able to do that sometimes. But some people need to look in the mirror and tell themselves that. Because until you believe that, nobody else is going to believe that. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what You teach people how to respect you and treat you. Do you see what I'm saying? My son says, Sister Gwen can go any place and folks, she'll just talk to anybody. How you doing? And I told Isaac one time, I said, people don't come up to me. He said, well, Dad, you don't look approachable. (laughs) I don't know. That's a good thing. Because you all don't, some of you know me well, I'm not a people person anyway. Right. That's just my sheep. Gwen's a people person. I'm a pastor. You see what I'm saying? And so when you become a pastor, you're like a shepherd. It's like a father in the house. You know, you have to upset folks. You see, and you can't be likable upsetting folks. Because, you know, some of y'all done walked out of here and said, I don't know if I want a pastor. Sometimes he, Lord. Right. You could, you could, that's why I think that I, I, this, this group over here, I don't know if they love me or not. Because let me tell you, you can't get down this aisle after church is over because they're getting out that door. So, so one of these days, I'm, I might do that today. I'm going to stand right over there in that front of that door there and, and make them have to shake my hand, right? It's, that's true. That is true. So they'll all come in today, you know. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right. 
Again, we let go of all our problems one by one and let God solve them. All our problems and do what? Let God solve them. You can't solve your children's problems, your husband, your wife's problems. You can't solve the community's problems, the city's problems, the world's problems. You can't do that. And you're wasting too much time trying to do that. All right? For which, again, we simply listen. We're going to do what? Listen. Listen to what he's saying. Don't get your ears all clogged up that you can't hear him. Listen to what he's saying. All right? Speak, Lord, they servant heareth. Speak, Lord. My, your servant's here. Sometimes you need to do that. Lord, speak to me. Your servant is here. Let me tell you that sometimes. All the time you need to do that. Speak, Lord. Speak to me. Your servant is here. Sometimes you need to do, I think it was a curl of purple at the end of the, the movie, that song, Speak to Me, Lord. Sometimes we need to do that. Speak to me, Lord. Your servant is here. You ever get down? Say amen. amen. Then you need to say, Lord, speak to me. Your servant, and he'll take you back up. You see, you understand what I'm saying? Sometimes you ever just, just feel like you just can't go on. You say, Lord, speak to me. Speak to me. And then sometimes you understand what Pastor Fields is saying, but your meddling spirit wants to get in somebody else's business. You need to say, yeah. You need to say, Lord, speak to me. And he'll tell you to leave that alone. That's right. All right? We also let go of the management. What? And let God's will manage us. So, I've been trying. Have you ever tried to manage your life? How'd that work for you? Mm. No, let God manage it. Amen. You see, I found bankruptcy about 45 years ago, probably somewhere in there. That's called mismanaging. If I'd have let God manage my money, I would have never had to go to, it doesn't matter if it's 45 years ago, it shouldn't happen at all. Because I was managing my money and ended up in bankruptcy court. I'm the only part of person here that's ended up in bankruptcy court. You see? Other folks probably should have because they could have started all over again. But I mismanaged. There's been some times in, come on, in my life and in my marriage that things got a little shaky because guess what? I was managing it. Let's do it this way because I want some company. There's been some time in relationships, whether it be husband, wives, children, jobs, friends, that we mismanaged it, and it caused us issues. Well. Because you can mismanage your friendship. That's right. Put too much in, not get enough out of it, right? You see, if I was a young person in here, and I'm with somebody that, and I'm seeing and I'm looking, I'm going to let God manage this. If you let God manage your, your marriage, your relationships, your job, and all this stuff, you won't make all those mistakes. That's right. But as soon as you start management, you're going to have your own ideals. And we all know what that takes us to, right? That's right. All right. Again, let God's will manage us and God's power sustain us. And let God's power sustain us. Always. Mm-hmm. How many? Always. Again? Always. All right, here we go. We no longer tell him what we need. We ask him what he wants for us. Tell God what we need. God, what do you want for me? And if God wants, in this scriptures, do you... And I get to think of all the things that God wants from me and all the things God wants for me, I'm good. Because he knows best. Amen? And so, so we do this, this message that I'm giving to you. I want you to get really involved in it because I dare some of you to try it. 
I dare you to turn that stuff over. Turn some of that stuff over. Been messing. Have you ever got somebody that you've been trying to fix, and this is about the 10th or 15th year? You can't fix them, folks. Do you all know that some people ain't going to make it? They just happen to be a family member. Yes, some people ain't going to. But Steve, some folks ain't going to make it. They just ain't going to make it. And we're doing everything we can to make them be who we want them to be. And guess what we're doing? Losing out on ourselves. We're losing God's blessings. See, I tell you all about me. Can say, help us, Pastor. I don't loan nobody no money. That's right. If I ain't got it to give it to you, I ain't loaning it. Because you already showed me that you broke, that you mismanaging <laughs> your money. <laughs> so I ain't going to give you some of my money that I ain't going to get back anyway because you're going to mismanage that money. But if I have a little extra, you know, I'll give, take a chance on it. Do you understand? That just makes sense because I guarantee you somebody in here has filed or whatever that thing is for somebody to buy something. Co-sign. Co-sign for somebody. All right. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. All right. Co-sign for somebody. You loan somebody something. You got mad at them because they didn't pay you back. Now, who was crazy? Because they came to you and let you know up front. See, so I'm at peace. Because if I have it, I'm giving it to you. If you want to give it back, that's fine. If you don't, that's fine. But it's not going to disturb me because I understand where you at in the first place, right? That's right. That makes just good sense. Okay. I love y'all. Say, I love you too, Pastor. I love you too, Pastor. All right, here we go. Let's read the step one more time. It says that we sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contacts with God, praying only for knowledge of his will for us, and the power to carry that out. So I want God's will, and then I want him to give me the power to carry it out. You know, i got to ask him to give me the power to carry it out because something, sometimes it hurts your heart. And so it takes a lot of power to say no. That's right. It takes a lot of power to walk away. Say, Lord, I know what you want me to do, but give me the power to walk away from this situation, this circumstance. Lord, I know what you want me to do, but give me the power to say no. All right? Some of you got some people, you just, they just get to your heart. You just can't say no to them. And then you open your pocketbook. Your house. Make a plane. Okay, all right. Okay, keep going. But the Bible tells us in Psalm 1, verse 1 through 3, that blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. The Bible's already told us we can't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. If somebody's ungodly, why are you listening to them? You can't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Actually, it doesn't say that, but an ungodly person's going to do an ungodly thing. That's right. All right? Nor standeth in the way of sinners. Nor standeth in the way of sinners. You know what happens if you stand in the way of sinners, you get ran over. All right? Nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. And we understand that. But his delight is what? In the law of the Lord, and mm-hmm. in his law doth he meditate day and night. I'm going to meditate on God's law, day and night. I'm going to meditate on his law. What is his law? What is God's law? Jesus made it pretty simple. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, thy mind, thy soul, and thy spirit, and love thy neighbors thyself. You won't even need Ten Commandments you do that. We got all these shootings and all this stuff going on, and, you know, we have to have security in churches and all this kind of stuff going on. It's because there's hate. You see, the ungodly people. 
we got to lock the, Lord, the doors of our church for the, because of the ungodly. You know what they're missing? Is love in their hearts. All right? The voice says it this way. The eternal's word is your happiness. That's God. It is your focus from dusk to dawn. God wants me to be happy. And I'm focusing on it. I love that scripture says joy, unspeakable joy. That's right. God wants me to have joy in my heart. You see, and I'm focusing on that from dust to done. And when I wake up, first thing I wake up is I look up and I'm thanking it. Mm-hmm. God for, you see. And then when I go to sleep, I thank him for the day and I'm thanking him already for waking me up in the morning. That's right. Because that's, that's what it's all about. You want that, don't you? All right, here we go. And in verse 3, David said that, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. And I love this here. I like that. You'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. And this is the key to it. That bringeth forth his fruit in his season. She'll bring forth fruit in her season. If you, if you listen to me, if you plant your life in the gospel of Jesus Christ, you will be fruitful. That's right. You can't help but be fruitful. Isn't that what you want to be? You want to be fruitful, it's pretty simple. It's to meditate on God's word and, and, not, and, and listen to the counsel of the Holy Spirit and, and stand up for what you believe in and you will be fruitful, all right? He goes on to say that his leaf also will not wither. And no and matter what the weather's like, you won't wither. No matter how hot that situation gets or that circumstance gets, you'll be able to stand. You won't wither because you planted your life in the right spot. You understand what I'm saying? All right, here we go. This is my favorite part. All right. And whatsoever he doeth. No, 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 no. Me and you, we're going, we had to hustle over this and this is ours. That's why we up here. Because we what? Let me tell you something. People, whatever you put your hands to that God has you to do, you ought to be fruitful. If it's not, then your salvation is a lie. Period. Because there's no way that you can be a child of God, baptized with the Holy Spirit, and not be fruitful. That's right. Period. That's right. And, and, and it ain't got nothing to do with Republicans and Democrats and Ford and Hallmark cards and, and all them, GM and all that. No, 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 no. has nothing to do with uh, uh, these people around you. It only has to do with you. And see, and, and you want a holy boldness? Whatever I put my hands through that God leads me to put my hands through, I will be successful and not a demon in hell can stop me from doing it because I put on God's word. That's what you need to be saying. You have to say that to yourself. You got to believe that. You see, I don't believe in myself. I'm believing in him. I'm taking him at his word. So whatever I put my hands to and God leads me to put my hands to that, I can't help but be successful or this whole thing is a lie. That's right. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? And there's two things God can't do is fail and lie. Right. And since he can't fail and lie and I'm his child, then I should not be failing. And if I am failing, it's because I'm not listening. Because if I'm listening to him, and he, yes, if I'm listening, I can't help but be successful. Unqualified to man, but qualified by God will get you a job that you ain't qualified to do. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Folks will hire you and don't know why. That's right. I, I'm serious. That's right. Blessings will come from you and you don't know where. Folks will be giving you stuff and you don't know why they're giving you stuff. That's right. You'll be like, 
Why you give me that? It's a blessing. According to the scriptures. All right. Again, Pastor, whatever we do, we shall prosper. Say this. Whatever I do. Whatever I do. I shall prosper. I shall prosper. Well, believe it, people. Believe this. This is the thing. Don't be just setting up in church on Sunday because it's Sunday. I'm coming to get, I'm coming to get something. Right. See, everybody ought to walk out of here half crazy today. You might, somebody see you next time, see, you be having a little twitch in your, you know, thing. What's wrong with you? You, you say it's, it's the godly walk. That's right. That's right. Yeah. When you get chesty, it's the godly walk. Because everybody don't want you walking upright. You see, but when you're in the God, you walk upright because you ain't burdened down by all that foolishness. Do you understand what I'm talking about? All right. David tells us again in the 119th Psalm, beginning with verse 9. And I love this here. Let me tell you something. You can be cleansed of whatever sin you've ever done once you get saved. Here we go. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? I love this. They say, how can I cleanse my way? All right. By taking heed thereto according to thy word. Of God's word. God's word forgives me, cleanses me of all the dirt. Period, according to the gospel. You see? You don't have to hide anything anymore. You don't have to look in the mirror anymore. There ain't no dirt on you. The word of God cleanses you of that. All right? And some of us in here done some dirt, ain't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we cleanse from that, right? That's why we come to church. All right? But with my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. And, 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 and I pray for the Holy Spirit. Don't let me wander from God's commandments. I had to pray for the Holy Spirit to do it, or I would have never walked in them. My flesh can't handle the, that stuff. I'm not strong enough. That's right. But the Holy Spirit can put a muzzle on me. Mm. The Holy Spirit can put them blinders on me. Huh? Do y'all know what I'm talking about? Okay. Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against And he said, you got to put it in your heart. How's your heart? Where's God's word? It's got to be deeper in here. It's got to get here. You remember when your parents and all of us have been disobedient, when our parents told us not to do something? Yes, ma'am. And then we look and go and do the very thing we were told not to do. That's right. Y'all know what I'm talking about? You see, but once you got it in your heart, you felt guilty because your parents said it and you didn't want to disappoint them. That's how it works with God. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, I read God's word before I was really into God, even though I was do, doing uh, the ministry of God. But it didn't bother me, because it wasn't in my heart. When, I gets, it, when it gets in your heart, it changes your way of processing and your way of thinking. Hmm. You see, some people have a mind-deep religion, and not a heart-deep religion. You understand what I'm saying? It's got to get in here. It's got to get in your heart. All right, here we go. David said in verse 12, Blessed art thou, O Lord, Teach me thy statutes. With my lips have I declared all the judgments of thy mouth. Sometimes you need to testify to somebody. It's like Jeremiah said it was so powerful to him, he had to tell him somebody how good the, the goodness of the Lord. You know, see, me and my uh, uh, son in the gospel, uh, in the spirit, eat breakfast on Mondays, and we, we talk about the goodness of the Lord. We know we ain't worthy of all that stuff. We thanking God. We ain't getting what we deserve. We'd be in a tent somewhere. Well, come on. Yes. Come on. But, but see, it's the goodness of the Lord. 
And we can't help but talk about the goodness of the Lord because we know it is his goodness because we don't deserve what we're doing. And see, it doesn't matter if you got a job. There's some people working on the same job that you got that ain't got nothing. But you, God has blessed you with your money and your finances and your good tithe payer, or should be a good tithe payer, so he extends your money. Don't, I ain't going to ask y'all to pay tithes. Yeah, right, right. You should be doing that because it extends your money. And, and, you, and God said he'll bless you, not the church. People say, well, I don't know what they're going to do. No, you ain't care what they're going to do. God says do that. Stand on his word, and he'll bless you. You understand? And so we talk about the goodness of the Lord. You know, uh, I, hasn't, I haven't had, you all know that I go see the oncologist. That's the cancer doctor. Well, I haven't had all my blood work done for, like, diabetes and high blood pressure and cholesterol and all that stuff they do. And so I went to my new doctor, and they took six of them things of blood out. I told her, I'm going to probably have to I'll pass out of here. They went and took all that out, and you all know that I've been through the chemo and everything. And so they took all of that out, and they called me and said everything is excellent. Okay? Listen to me. That's been, and that was uh, this week, that's been the goodness of the Lord. I'm going to tell you something sound real crazy. The Holy Spirit will tell you what you need to do to stay healthy. That's right. Yeah, the Holy Spirit will tell you what you need to do to do healthy. That's right. And so, look, you know, I'm, I was so blessed. Uh, uh, Nicole, I was so blessed to hear that news. You know, you'd be waiting before we get that call. With, you know, surely with all the stuff that I've been, surely I got some cholesterol or high blood pressure or sugar or something got to be wrong. God said, nothing wrong with you. Mm. Nothing wrong with you. You see? So I can't help but tell somebody how good God is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. David said it this way in verse 14. He says, I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies mm-hmm. as much as in all riches. Shoot. You, know, I'm a, you ain't never seen somebody get excited about the riches of the Lord. You see? I'm going to use it go a little different way. When I read, you know, a testimony is when somebody's testifying about something and it'll make you feel good and you get excited. When I read, I'm using this in my terminology, the testimonies of the goodness of the Lord for his children in this book, I get so excited. I, sometimes I can't stand myself because I have received so many of these blessings. And then I hear a soft voice say, uh, there's more to come. You see, I was so glad, people, to uh, uh, get that PSA down to zero. And I'm thinking, man, that's really good. That's great. And then the Lord said, there's more to come. They're going to tell you that ain't, you ain't got nothing else going on in your body. That's the goodness of the Lord. That's, right. that's the goodness of the Lord. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? And it's in here. You see, sometimes y'all say, well, pastor, no, pastor ain't said none of it. It's in here. That I want to ask you, and I'm going to ask you a question. Are you living under the goodness of the Lord and the promises of God? Mm. Are you living like that? If you're not living like that, you need to take inventory of yourself and find out who you're listening to. Well. Right? And, and then another thing is you need to think about what you're thinking about. And find out why your thinking has got such a great influence over you that you're living below the blessings of the Lord. That's right. You need to ask yourself that. But for me and my house, as Joshua, I think it was Joshua said, for me and my house, we're going to listen to the Lord. We're going to live at the standard that God has for us. I want his blessings in my life. Come on. 
and I'm willing to share those blessings that he has for me. I want to share them for you, to you. Now, how many of you want to live on the goodness of the Lord? How many of y'all want to live under the blessings of the Lord? Amen. I will Amen. guarantee you, if you listen to what I'm, I'm going to pray for you. Only, people, only the people going to stand, we're done. Only people we want to stand is the people who want this prayer and want to listen to this prayer. And don't be ashamed if you don't want to stand. Don't be saying, well, everybody stand, I'm standing. If you don't believe in the goodness of it and what I just said, sit down. It's okay. <laughs> you see, I don't mind because I tell God, well, give me that, give me that money you was going to give him to me. Give me that good health that you was going to give them to me. Give me those blessings you was going to give them to me. So if you want to set, you can set. Amen? I, I believe in the, He loves me. Jesus loves me. He loves me. He loves Johnny Chesterfields Jr. That's my name. He call your name out. He loves Johnny Chesterfield Jr. He loves you. If he loves you, then he will bless you the way he sees fit. Get out of your own head. Let God come into your head. Get out of your heart and allow the Holy Spirit to come into your heart. Quit thinking. Let God do the thinking for you. And then let him tell you what he thinks of you. And you'll find out that you are whole lot blessed. More so than you've ever had before. Here we go. Ready? Sing that. Say it, say it. Who told you that? Who told you that? Come on, come on, raise the roof, raise the roof. Come on. That's it. Yes, 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 yes. One more time, one more time. Get up here, louder. Come on, here we go. There you go. Yes. Who told you that? Who told you that? Reach up and grab a hold of his love. He'll shower you with his love. Yeah, he will. He'll touch your life today because he loves you. Reach up and just let him, just ask him to pour his love upon you.
I'm going to pray for you. Father, we came this morning and we used the step that we sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with you. We pray for your knowledge and your will and your power to carry it out. And you want us to be successful people spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially. You care about our lives more so than we could even imagine. Well, this morning, we want to go into partnership with the Holy Spirit. We invite you, Holy Spirit, into our lives. We want, we want to hear your voice this morning, speaking to us and telling us how much God loves us, directing us and guiding us into the will of God, and Holy Spirit empowering us to be able to carry God's will through so that we can be successful, and one day he can look at us and say, oh, my good and faithful servant, job well done. That's who the kind of people we want to be this morning. So we ask you this morning to shower, including me, this congregation, everyone in the sound of my voice, to shower us with the, the love that you have for us. We want you to shower us with the love that you have for us. And we want to receive the love that you have for us. We denounce Satan, because Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. But God came through Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit to give us life and life more abundantly and life more full. We want that life of abundance. We reach for that life more abundance. We want to live that life more abundance in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. This is our prayer. Here we go again. Yes, who loves you? Come on, come on, come on. 